This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. And today we wanted to get a little bit into the topic again of one euro homes in Italy and try to answer the question, is it really the best option to find low cost housing in the country? Which for many of you who've watched previous episodes may already know our opinions on one euro homes. But also we wanted to get into some alternative options uh, that may be worthwhile looking into to find uh, low cost or affordable housing in Italy because the one euro houses aren't the only option available. So maybe I've almost already answered that question for you, Marco, but uh, would you say that the one euro house uh, schemes are the best way to find low cost housing in Italy? Not necessarily and depends. it depends on uh, whether you are motivated to go through all of the bureaucratic steps that are necessary in order for you to uh, buy this one euro houses. And um, we've talked about this in other videos, but there are several requirements that uh, need to be met when it comes to buying a house for one euro. And a lot of people, they're under the impression that, you know, you just pay one euro, you get the house. That's pretty much it. But there is a lot more to consider. For example, um, I'd say the first thing to consider is that when you're buying a one euro house is it could be possible that you are buying a house that is not really habitable. So you need to do a lot of renovation works to make it habitable. Of course, it's not necessarily always like that. There are some houses that are being sold by these towns that have activated these one euro houses programs that are maybe not in good condition, but perfectly habitable. But in some other cases, the house is not habitable and it's necessary um, not only because it's a requirement set by the town, but because otherwise you couldn't be, you wouldn't be able to live in the house that you renovate heavily. And evidently, the goal of these towns that are mainly in southern Italy, uh, in Sicily and Sardinia, is to not only repopulate these towns, but also make these towns, especially the historic civic center, look better. Uh, because there are some properties that uh, have been abandoned, so they're owned by somebody, maybe somebody that uh, inherited these properties, but they people that don't want to live in those properties, they never took care of these properties, and now they are sort of a liability for them, so uh, because they have to pay property taxes, even if it's a small amount. Uh, so the town, um, because these properties are abandoned, um, with also the goal of repopulating the historic center of this little town or villages in southern Italy uh, gives the, the owners the ability to sell their houses through the one euro houses program. And like I said before, there are several requirements. So not only you um, need to buy the house, there might be a bid. So uh, it might not just be that you offer um, the price and 
the first who offers the price gets the house but maybe there's a bid so the one that offers the highest amount gets the house or sometimes the person who gets the house is the person who has the best renovation um, plan which is evaluated by the town itself um, but there might be also other requirements that uh, need to be met for example you might have to establish a residency in the town after you have uh, successfully purchased the property um, it's not always there that requirements but i've seen it a few times um, otherwise the only requirement might be that you have to carry out heavy renovation works and like i said uh, it might be that the town chooses you based on uh, whether you have the best uh, renovation plan so ultimately um, i'd say that uh, of course these programs are uh, a wonderful program so the goal is to repopulate these towns make these towns better uh, they're highly advertised in the media especially in the u.s where there's much more involved uh it's not just buying a one year house it's house but it's also uh, a matter of renovating the house in a way that works for the town so just be prepared because there's a lot of not only bureaucratic steps but also practical steps that you might have to um carry out and it's interesting though you mentioned that these one year houses are uh, on a system where you may have to bid for them. But there's also another system in Italy that exists where bidding is very much part of the process, and that is actually going to auction. I think that's worthwhile to jump into that topic as well, because that is another area where people may be able to find houses, especially in not just smaller villages that are kind of a little bit further out that are looking to repopulate, but even major historic city centers that you might be able to find really amazing deals. And would you be able to kind of talk about that a little bit and compare it with the one hero houses scheme and uh, how they differ? So there is a, I believe a substantial difference between the one euro houses program offered by certain towns uh, in Italy and um, these auctions that we're talking about so the like buying a property at an auction in italy might be an easier way to go uh, for several reasons uh, first of all normally um, even if it might not be necessarily the case but normally you're buying a house that is habitable so it's not a house that is in a bad condition it's just a house that was repossessed by the bank because the owner in a normal scenario wasn't able to pay the mortgage so the house uh, might be a house that is a very good one in a very good location as opposed to these one euro houses programs where normally these houses are being um, that are being sold are in the historic center of a little village uh, where people no longer live um, on the other hand, uh, houses that are being sold through a public auction are everywhere in Italy, so they might as well be in, a, um, in the location where you're actually looking to buy. So if you're looking to buy a property in Florence, uh, instead of just going through the normal channel and looking for properties for sale in Florence, you might want to take a look at houses that are being sold uh, through an auction because that may be the way for you to save a very good amount of money 
But to also compare and contrast the auctions versus the one euro homes, what say for example somebody is interested in buying a one euro home, what would the cost be once they've made their bid? What is like maybe an average that someone could start thinking about would be a realistic, acceptable offer? And how much maybe should they set aside as well for those renovations? So regarding those houses that you bid on, uh, the uh, purchase price might be, I'd say, um, between anywhere between 5,000 and 20,000 euros. So we have said it before, it's not really one euro, it's uh, the person- A one euro starting bid. (laughs) Exactly, so the person who offers the highest amount gets the house. And then, like we said, their house, houses that are not normally in a good condition so you might have to do uh, to carry out heavy renovation works and the amount uh, it's of course it's difficult to quantify it depends on the specific situation it depends on uh, where the house um, has structural problems even because in that case you know you might have to carry out even heavier renovation works but if that's not an issue so if the house doesn't have any structural problems and you just have to kind of renovate the house so the facade and uh maybe change the windows and, uh, and this and that so but not uh something that affects the structure of the house i'd say you might expect to spend right now at least another 30 to forty thousand euros so we said it many times um, you have to put in a lot of time and it might end up costing you more than buying a uh, normal low-cost house or more than uh, what you would pay for a house that you get at an auction. And so, again, comparing the, the auctions and the one-euro homes, generally speaking, the one-euro homes are not in the best of condition and do have to be renovated. But what about the auction homes? Do you ever find that these homes that are being auctioned off in other parts of the country are move-in ready or do they generally also have to be renovated and need a lot of work done? Um, Like I said before, because the situation that caused the sale is normally the owner not being able to pay off uh, their mortgage, the properties that are being sold through an auction are normally properties that are habitable, that are in good condition and that do not normally need renovation works. That's interesting because it's, I mean, we've mentioned it before as well that that when you're looking at even properties that aren't on auction in Italy, that you can find a price all in moving into a habitable uh, apartment or a full standing standalone home uh, could be roughly on par without having to have the headaches associated with it. So it's interesting to hear that these homes that are being auctioned um, may also be in a similar category of uh, being habitable just from the get-go. And I'm curious though, when it comes to these, these auctioned homes, how fast does that process move? Is it much slower than if you were to just buy a property normally, or is it somewhat on par? I'd say it's pretty close uh, because normally, um, you know, like what people do when they want to buy a property uh, through an auction is they start looking at the, we have some major websites in Italy uh, where you can find all of these listings, all of these properties that are being sold through an auction. And normally the, from from the moment in which the uh, property is published, um, normally the auction takes place uh, three to four months after so it's a relatively short period of time um so i wouldn't say that the process is much 
longer than a just normal regular uh, process and also there are normally some steps uh, that are not necessary when you buy a property through an auction uh, compared to when you buy a property um, from the from the owner uh, because uh, normally you don't have to uh, make a formal offer and then wait for the offer to be accepted by the owner and then you normally enter into a preliminary agreement and then you have to deal with a notary so set an appointment with a notary and um, to enter into the final contract of sale uh, in the case of the auction everything is done through the courts and the highest bidder the one who gets the property will become the owner through an order of the judge so there is a decree from the judge that basically uh, makes you the owner of the property so it's that simple uh, there is no real estate agent involved which is also another thing that makes the process easier so it sounds like you know a more complex process when you read about that online but then in practice it's not a more complex process because you save a lot of steps um, mm-hmm. and also you save a lot of money because like I just said, there is no real estate agent involved. There is no uh, public notary involved. Uh, and both are normally quite expensive. And we've talked about their roles uh, in many other videos. So it sounds as though, even though there may be some levels of complexity attached with it, that possibly going for a property at auction may be the better alternative. But I'm, I'm curious, both in the case of looking at homes that are being auctioned as well as the one euro homes do you usually have the ability to see these homes beforehand or is it more common that you would only be able to see it once everything is signed when it comes to purchasing properties at an auction uh, normally you can visit the property that you intend to purchase but only one time and you need to arrange the visit with the court um but you have to make sure that you uh, check uh, if that's what you're interested in the whole house the time that is arranged for you to see the house because you will only have that one chance to see the property that you want to purchase uh, but by law uh, you are um, entitled to visit the property um, for which you want to make an offer and also keep in mind that the court is required to provide uh, fully transparent information about the house that has been purchased, that has been sold uh, through the auction. So the website of the court needs to be extremely informative and detailed regarding that property that is being sold through an auction. With regard to the One Euro Houses program, um, that's a very good question. And there is normally not a lot of information online, so it's always best to contact the municipality that has activated that the One Euro Houses uh, program. Normally, because you have to carry out uh, intensive renovation works, and also in some cases, the person who gets the property is the one that has the best renovation plan for that property uh, so because of that normally you are allowed to see the property one time uh, by contacting the municipality itself uh, but like i said it's always best to contact the municipality about that because the single municipalities they are uh, able to basically have different requirements for their own programs and you know one last question before we end off the episode if somebody's interested in going through the process for uh, finding a home at auction because we know from past episodes that you've mentioned that italianrealestatelawyers.com can help individuals or families to go through the process to find a one euro home but does italianrealestatelawyers.com also offer help with 
going to auction and finding these properties or helping somebody and doing it on their behalf? Yes, of course. So we do help with finding properties uh, that are being sold through an auction. So for our clients who want to uh, try and save some money, um, we can definitely help them locate uh, properties that are being sold through an auction. And also what we can do uh, for our clients is we can um, basically represent them in the entire process so that they, they don't even have to be present in Italy or be present during the auction because based on the power of attorney, we can fully represent them. And while they will be the ones becoming the property owners, we can be the ones who will be signing all the paperwork for them on their behalf and in their name, and who will basically take care of the whole uh, bureaucratic steps that are necessary to buy a house through an auction. Well, absolutely fantastic. So thank you so much for getting into that and giving some more information about the One Euro homes as well as these homes and other ways of purchasing property in Italy because so often the uh, One Euro homes are the ones that people end up finding out about. At least they end up finding out about it first because that's kind of what's gone viral in the news over the past years since they've come out onto the market. Uh, but there are so many other ways to get homes in Italy that could be roughly on par as you were mentioning that uh, also sometimes like the, the the idea of getting a home for a whole just one whole euro that's amazing but it's um i'm not going to say misleading but it is definitely not the full story in many cases so thank you so much for shedding light on this topic but of course if anybody is needing help to purchase a one euro home or to go to auction or whatever it may be to find their home or relocate to italy how can they get in contact with you and your team people can contact us through our website italianrealestatelawyers.com or give us a call the number is on the website absolutely fantastic and of course if you're interested in more content like this about italian real estate be sure that you're subscribed to the youtube channel as well as the audio only podcast but of course if you're subscribed to the youtube channel you're also automatically subscribed to the italian citizenship podcast where we talk a bit more about the practical side of legally remaining in Italy and it's a wonderful resource if, of information if I do say so myself but of course if you're interested in other information about life abroad living abroad or living abroad as a dual citizen expat be sure to come over to my youtube channel youtube.com slash Furia, where I talk about many of these related topics as well as some of the ins and outs of what it is like to go through the day-to-day -day life as somebody living in a different country but of course as always thank you mr marco permunian from italianrealestatelawyers.com and of course thank you all for joining us i'm rafael di furia stay safe and healthy out there and we will see you all next time later thank you